It's 970 WAMD Aberdeen and this is the Harford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Harford County and beyond. I am co-host Christy Halford, Director of the Harford County Public Library Foundation, and that is Bob Mumby. The Harford Edge is brought to you each week by your Harford County Public Library. Hello, Bob. Morning, Christy. And morning, Mike. Mike Baldwin. Oh, you're going to announce that in a minute, so yes. I don't want to I don't want to spoil surprise. <laughs> um, we'll do what I need explained to me in the third segment. Okay. Um, but I have some things that really annoyed me this morning. Okay. okay? And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that. One of them is people who park in a shopping center at the curb in the road because they have to go in to get their bagel, but they can't park 40 feet away. <laughs> I also don't like it when people park right on the line and then you can't get into the next parking space because oh, they're I... too close and you can't get in. Oh, I um, I just go right up close, so you can't, couldn't even get a playing card between the cars. But that's besides the point. <laughs> I have an old car, so um, so we'll do that later. We can okay. uh, we'll continue More with the show later. Okay, today we have Mike Baldwin, general manager of Keen Dodge, in the studio with us to talk about the upcoming sixth annual Romancing the Chrome Car Show, which is taking place Saturday, April twenty second. And we'll also be talking with Cindy Mumby, Harford County Director of Community and Government Affairs, about some great things going on. But now it's time for education trivia and facts, and we'll start with some attempts to stump Bob and Mike. Bob and Mike, yes. Mike, get your Google ready. I do. I have, I have my phone out. Okay. A light shining atop of Big Ben's tower indicates what? That um, Parliament is in session. Yes. I wouldn't have known that. Um, neither would I. I just guessed. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. <laughs> the things like that he pulls smoke. out. Yeah. Right, right. Important <laughs> info is being crowded out of my brain by minutia. <laughs> believe me. I couldn't fight that fast enough. <laughs> what is the secret identity of Don Vito Corleone? The secret identity? Yeah. Godfather. Yeah. Oh. The Godfather. Yep. Jennifer. That was too that easy. That was lame, Jennifer. Okay. The Portuguese man of war is a type of what? Uh, battleship. Nope. Fish. Uh, close. Oh, it's a jellyfish. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I, I, okay. Very good. Mike had that, and he doesn't wasn't even checking. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't type that fast. <laughs> what patriotic anthem composed by Irving Berlin includes the lyrics "Stand beside her and guide her"? God bless America. Yes. Kate Smith. You're too young for that. You're both too young for that. What was World? She War was a the lady. Um, she was big. She sang on Broadway. Okay. It ain't over till a fat lady sang. Oh, anyway. okay. Philadelphia Flyers used to have her sing God Bless America at their games, and she was a good luck charm. Okay. Before you were born. <laughs> well, this one's easy, too. Gosh, Jennifer. Don't tell me that. What was World War I known as before World War II? Uh, the Great War. Yep. That's why... 
somebody had on their wall that uh, they had a, a document or plaque that her, his, fa uh, his father, um, for gallantry, um, it was dated like 1919. And it was a, a proclamation, a medal of distinction for heroic feats during World War I. And... In 1919, they didn't call it World War One. They weren't expecting a World War Two. It was the Great War. Yeah. So it was a fake. Huh. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't have thought to catch that. That's what I say, Chrissy. Would you have known that? Because <laughs> I, I sure wouldn't have. I mean, I've known that they call it the Great War, but I wouldn't have thought to catch that. Right, so, right. yeah. Well, not many people did. And I, was only, I only knew that because I was told that. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes me feel better then. Okay, what three colors does asparagus come in? Now this is going to stump you. Green. Green, obviously. Yellow. Nope. Red. Nope. Oh, come on. Brown. No. Purple. Yes. Oh, really? Yellow. No, you said yellow already. Black. No. Blue. No. Pink. <laughs> no. Is it a primary color? White. White. Green, white, and purple. Okay. I've seen them at Wegmans before in different colors. But the white and purple don't really, it doesn't look like it's going to be very appetizing. No, no. <laughs> yeah, and it's like... Um, Not what you expect. No. It seems like they're inventing vegetables at Wegmans because there's like way more than I've ever seen or heard of. Yeah. Okay, according to poet Carl Sandburg, what creeps in on little cat feet? Oh... Um, it will not shock me that you know this. Um, um, fog. Yes. <laughs> hmm. I've never known. Okay, we have time for another one? Yeah, okay. sure. Who won the light heavyweight boxing medal at the 1960 Rome Olympics? Muhammad Ali. Yep. Cassius name? Clay. Yeah, that was my next question. Okay, last one. What continent is Jamaica considered part of? Well, that is a very good question. South America. Nope. Oh, Central America. Uh, North America. North America. Really? Yep. I never knew that. I didn't either, but... They had a bobsled team. I know. <laughs> I went to Jamaica last summer. It was great. Really? Mm-hmm. I jumped off of cliffs. On purpose? Yeah. Okay. Faced my or was your fear husband of heights. We were not the husband having a more heights and jumped in. It was it was pretty awesome. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, I made some. I I did. I, that was guessing there on a few things. So, um, we did okay. Um, we do have another two minutes. I I'm going to finish with because would somebody please explain to me, or what annoys me? Okay. Don't you think LOL, and R O F L M A O are overused. Like, they know, we know they're not laughing out loud. They're certainly not rolling on the floor, losing a part of their body. So it sort of becomes a little less important because, you know, you say something mildly amusing and they're rolling on the floor laughing their keister off. Does that annoy me? Am I the only one who's annoyed by that? I think it's a filler word. It, okay. It, it's like a filler text. We, we have nothing else to say. That's what you throw out there. Okay. 
It's also hard to get across when you're joking or, you know, sarcasm. So I think people use that a lot. Okay. Help with conversations. Mm -hmm. I wish I had a dollar for every time someone misunderstood me or I misunderstood someone else in a message. Um, some people you learn not to, no humor, no like fake sarcasm, yeah. no figures of speech. Took the train to New York a few weeks ago. Guy behind me. All of a sudden I hear that unmistakable sound of toenails being clipped. He had his shoe and sock off. He's there in a suit. Ew. He's behind me. Yeah, kick, kick, click. <laughs> so now I'm thinking, if one, you know, because sometimes they'll fly. <laughs> That's disgusting. One in your hair. <laughs> I, I do. Anyway, and who are the people that please? I, I, you know, I hit another level in Candyland or. Candy Gumpers, whatever these stupid uh, the candy, stuff crush. That candy Crush. Candy crush. That shows up on but how come it shows up on my notifications that this person's wasting their time? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have a few friends too where you'll just suddenly see in your feed all of these game levels that they've hit. I don't. I don't know. I think that it must be something. They must in not their know settings. not to turn it off. Yeah, they must not have set it correctly. Yeah. And the, the last thing is. If you wasted your time taking a test and you found out if you were a color, you'd be turquoise, don't share it with me. Or if you were a state, you'd be like Montana. <laughs> do you get these? I do wonder what people do all day. Do they, do they not have work to do? <laughs> but like, do they think that we're sitting there saying, you know what, if Mary Jane was a state, I wonder which one she'd be. Oh, good. Here she is now. She's telling me. <laughs> people <laughs> last one you know the thick white line you're supposed to stop at yes and, and on some corners some turns uh, it, it, they're there for a reason because if someone's swinging around turning in or someone has to make um, like a left into your road in front of you but people at the end of my street going on to 924, people pull up like two and a half car lengths past it. I, I, I just, I asked Sheriff Galowitz, is there anything I can do about it, like a citizen's, uh... He goes, you probably don't want to do that because, you know, uh, this is how incidents start, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> he did say it's fine for me to honk my horn at someone who's texting. Yes. Um, so anyway, we're going to take a quick break. Thank you for indulging that. I really got annoyed this morning. Okay. So we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, we'll be talking with Cindy Mumby, Harford County Director of Community and Government Affairs. Innovation Lab, located at the Abington Library, is now open to the public with hands-on training for area community members ages 6th grade and above. Through creative experiences in the Innovation Lab, you can develop new skills, resources, and products that will help to drive Harford County's economy forward. The Innovation Lab's technology includes the MarketBot Replicator 5th Generation 3D Printer, 3D creation software including MarketBot and PrinterBot, 123D Make and 123D Design, professional green screen with Studio Lightbox in both Apple and Windows computers all to help create your electronic video, audio publishing, and 3D design projects. 
For more information or to reserve the Innovation Lab for your special project, call 410-638-3990 or visit the Abington Library at 2510 South Tollgate Road. Welcome back. I'm co-host Christy Halford, director of the Harford County Public Library Foundation, and that is Bob Mumby, and this is the Harford Edge. We're delighted to have Cindy Mumby, Harford County Director of Community and Government Affairs, on the line with us. Hi, Cindy. Hey, Christy. How are you? Hi, uh, Bob. Good. Hello, Cindy. I'm always relieved when I hear the person on the other end of the line, because I mean, I, I hit the 11 buttons I needed to hit. I, I, I hit them all. Even if that person is your wife? Yes. Even if that person is my wife. Points for you. Uh, uh, yes. Well, I'm always looking for points. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We have a hard stop at 930, which you told me about 11 times this morning. Mm-hmm. So we better get going. I have to go congratulate the Patriots at William S. James Elementary School. And you do not want to delay me. No, that is uh, much oh, more that's important. So cute. You're going to Patriot. Uh, what is it? Patriot Day? The Patriots? Well, it's to celebrate uh, the Patriot program where the kids learn all about our country and uh, uh, our system of government. And it's, it's really arduous, even for the little ones. And it's, it's a big deal to complete that program. It, one, of the, one of the things you have to do is identify all the states on a map of the United States, which I personally would find quite challenging. Well, since you thought Vermont was south of us... Um you would find that challenging. Temporary lapse. <laughs> okay. Harford Transit Link, this new route. I love this. Uh, tell us about it. Well, I am excited to talk about this because you might remember when uh, County Executive Baird Glassman uh, first came into office, one of his first directives was to take Harford Transit, which is the uh, bus system operated by the county, uh, that had been under the Department of Community Services and switched it into the Department of Economic Development. Well, why does that matter to people? That's because a good system of public transportation is key to getting people to good jobs. And we're excited about this new route. It's the first new route being introduced, and it is specifically to connect workers with jobs, good-paying jobs, in Perryman and Riverside. Uh, It's the new Route 8. It's the the Perryman-Riverside Express. It's going to launch on May 15th, and it will run Monday through Friday uh, directly to these job opportunities and employment centers in those two areas. So think about companies like XPO Logistics, which just opened here in Hartford County, Rite Aid, Sephora, Clorox, um, and then in the Riverside area, um, Chesapeake Spice and um, McCormick. These and Bob Discount pay- Furniture. We can't oh, yeah, forget Bob that one. Oh, yeah, Bob Discount Furniture. I don't want to forget them. Uh, and these are good, you know, living wage jobs with career opportunities, but oftentimes folks um, who have these jobs may not have reliable transportation, and we just say, <clears throat> leave the driving to us. And please tell me, it, le- it, it leaves early enough, there's trips early enough and late enough. To well, I think that's the people. other thing that we're excited about, so thanks for asking about that, because we wanted to, to, to the greatest extent possible, uh, align the, the, the schedule for the buses with the work shifts that are created by these employers. So um, the, the buses start as early as 5.54 a.m. How would you like to get up for that run? And run um, as late as 8.25. And 
and uh, combined with another route that we have there, we will have bus our buses, and they're called the Hartford Transit Link buses. They're the big blue buses that you see all around Hartford County. Uh, we'll be having link buses going into the Riverside Business Park 22 times a day and nice. in the Perryman Pen Peninsula 30 times a day. Really, really nice. That's great. And, and I just found out, uh, looking at this, that... Um, Hartford Transit Link uh, also goes to the VA hospital in per, uh, Perry Point. Well, I'm glad you asked because all of our Hartford County routes are available online at www.hartfordtransitlink.org. Or, and I love this part, we have an app for that uh, called Route Shout. Uh, and it, uh, you can download it for free on your smartphone, or you can simply go to that web address and view the application. It tra tracks our buses in real time, so you never have to miss your bus again. It also will show you all of our routes online, so uh, you, that's just very accessible for you, and we just want to make the process of using this, this valuable asset, public transportation, and we want to make it as easy as possible. So let's see, there was a need, it's good for the employees and their families, it's good for the employers, it's good for the taxpayers, and it's good for all of our community well-being, and you guys did it. What's up with that? <laughs> That's the Barry Glassman administration. <laughs> that was, a, that was a, an easy uh, <laughs> pitch down the middle. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, Mr. Glassman, um, he's a runner. What's uh, this 5K, which seems to have... Um, more and more participation each year. Uh, what's going on with that? What's the uh, cause and when is it going to be? And if I want to show up and, um, um, and, and, not, and not run, um, you can walk, what do you can I walk, do? run. Don't have to run. Okay. This is uh, actually Barry Glassman, his fourth annual uh, run for recovery. It's Saturday, May 6th starting at 9 a.m. on the beautiful campus of Harford Community College. It's a 5K run, walk, and all of the proceeds will benefit uh, the nonprofits that uh, benefit folks who are homeless, at risk of homelessness, and those who are struggling with addiction. So the not local nonprofits that will receive the proceeds are the Harford Family House, Mason-Dixon Community Services, and Addiction Connections Resource. It'll be really a fun day. We'll give you a free hot breakfast. If you're any good at running, you have a chance of winning one of the cash prizes. I can, I can exclude myself from that. Although I've been training, as you know, Bob. Uh, yes, indeed. You and um, our dog Alfie know that very well. Yes. Well, I've been training. I've been telling everyone around here. I've been training on the elliptical machine and haven't actually put my feet down on any pavement. So um, my theory is that because I've built up resistance with the elliptical, that once I hit the ground, I really will take off like a rocket. Yeah, so if you want to see whether my theory proves correct, please Come join us on Saturday, May 6th. And uh, you can register today. You get a little break if you register before race day. It's only $25. And you can register at EliteRaceManagement.com and just look for the BG for Barry Glassman 5K Run Walk. Great. So it's all the words spelled out, Elite Race Man Management. Correct. And they Excellent. do a great job putting on these shows. Very professionally done. Okay. Yes, I... Um... I uh, signed on last year uh, to to not enter, and I thought it was really uh, it was really well done. 
Um, okay, tell us again those um, nonprofits that are getting the money because we want to get their name out there. Yeah, uh, some folks do know these, uh, you know, folks in the nonprofit community certainly know about the good work that they all do. That's Harford Family House and Mason Dixon Community Services. They work with families at risk of homelessness and Addiction Connections Resource, which, of course, is helping us where they're a great partner as we're, you know, battling the, the national ep- heroin epidemic here in Harford County. No place is safe from this epidemic, and we're doing all we can to, uh, with our prevention messaging and also uh, with, uh, with treatment. So we're trying to attack this problem, kind of squeeze it at both ends, and, uh, uh, and we really want folks to come join us and, and uh, do what we can do to lift up our community. Great. So if, um, if we're not runners, what, how do we help participate? Walk. Okay. Walk, my dear. Walk. Okay. I'll consider it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, lastly, uh, on the community services front, um, this um, family and ch- children resource, I don't think I have it right. Tell us you about that. You do not, but fortunately I do. The <clears throat> Hartford County Youth and Family Resource Festival. This is a first-of-its-kind event in the state of Maryland. Uh, it is going to be huge, <laughs> in a word, as our president might say. Saturday, April 22nd. From 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., it's going to be at Hartford Community College in the big arena, in the APG FCU arena. Uh, This is an unprecedented event. It is going to feature public and private resources for youth of all abilities, from birth to young adults, and there will be something for everyone. We've got over 80 exhibitors uh, who will be providing information about things as diverse as summer camps and tutoring and behavioral health resources, financial support. We're going to have free car seat inspections. There'll be a kid zone with a Disney character, princesses that you can meet and greet. There'll be a, I know I had not heard of this before, a touch a truck experience. Do you know what that is? Um, I know, and I don't want to guess touch a truck. <laughs> Well, it's just like it sounds. Yeah. So we'll have a real fire truck and a police car, and <clears throat> kids can, uh, of all ages, Bob, can come and touch away. They can see what it's like to be to see these vehicles up close. Does uh, uh, the also- CEO of our sponsor, um, Mary Hassler, know about the Disney princess angle here? <laughs> <laughs> she was our. She was the first one to register. Oh, okay. Oh, she's and running I'm glad too, you mentioned right? That because we really do want folks to register in advance for this uh, for this event. It is a free event, but if you register in advance, you will get a free tote bag and you will get a voucher for a free light lunch. We are also going to be providing free shuttle buses throughout the day from Halls Crossroads Elementary School and Magnolia Elementary Schools and the Epicenter in Edgewood. So we really encourage folks to go to our county website, HartfordCountyMD.gov, and register today. Um, great. Um, and the other thing, I'm sure this is one of the brain children or one of the driving forces behind this is Amber Schroeds and her team at Community Services. Is that correct? Of course it is. So I'm sure it was very uncreative, unenergetic. <laughs> Lazily done, but really uh, lackadaisical, mailing it in type of approach, right? 
Well, I know you're being facetious because <laughs> everything that they do is spectacular, and uh, we expect this to be, first of all, to be our first annual and hope to do it again. But this is really <clears throat> a one-stop shop for anyone with children and, again, um, kids of all abilities. So there, I've been looking through them because I've got the inside scoop. I've been looking at the workshop schedule, and there are some very unusual and valuable workshops. For example, recognizing and dealing with anxiety in middle school kids. Um, computer and technology safety that is going to be presented by uh, the Hartford County Child Advocacy Center. So uh, healthy and happy relationships. Uh, loving someone else and yourself. So some topics that we don't usually see in these kinds of events, as well as all of the other homework help and, um, you know, college readiness, and they're all terrific topics, but I think some very unique workshops and opportunities to learn and to help your kids grow and be successful. And, you know, this is this is the next generation of Hartford County. We all have an interest in making sure they have all the resources they need to be successful. So they can take care of us in our old age, right? Amen, which uh, for me is like in another year. Um, hat, but hats off to um, community services team and the whole administration on this, uh, all kidding aside, this is great. Well, thank um, you guys for letting us uh, talk about some of the things we have going on. We, you know, we're here working to develop programs and services that we help will we hope will improve the quality of life in Hartford County. That's what it's all about. And we really appreciate your support in helping us spread the word. Well, since we have you for two more minutes, um, tell me where we're going tonight. I'd like to get a, a little word out about the Hosanna School. I know uh, county government has been a big supporter of this celebration. And wh where are we going? Gonna, I should have known you were going to ask me that. Oh, it's, what is it, the Hosanna School? It is a celebration, yes, of the Hosanna School tonight. I don't have the details in front of me, Robert. Oh, well, no, oh, I didn't wait, ask I you found <laughs> the details on the, but, but what is the event It for? is tonight. I, do, I believe it's sold out. I, I'm, I'm not certain, but um, it's going to be at the APG Arena tonight. Um, it is a celebration of 150 years of history at the Hosanna School Museum and McComas Institute. It's the sesquicentennial. Sesquicentennial. I, I think Dr. Freeman Harbasky is speaking, isn't he? He is. He is the keynote okay. speaker. So I, that's, I, I'm very interested. The topic is holding fast to your dreams. That's his latest publication, and I'm sure he's going to be talking about uh, the, the history here in Harford County and the state of Maryland. And uh, he is a terrific speaker, so I am really looking forward to to that event. And uh, all the proceeds are going to benefit the Hosanna community. Great. Um, so that it's a terrific, uh, terrific bit of history right here in our own backyard. Okay. We'll go congratulate those little patriots. We'll let you I go. I shall. Thank you. Thanks, Christy. Thanks, Thanks Cindy. Bob. So long. Bye. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Mike Baldwin, General Manager of Keene Dodge, about the upcoming sixth annual Romancing the Chrome Car Show. The Harford County Public Library's Innovation Lab, located at the Abington Library, is now open to the public with hands-on training for area community members ages 6th grade and above. Through creative experiences in the Innovation Lab, you can develop new skills, resources, and products that will help to drive Harford County's economy forward. The Innovation Lab's technology includes the MarketBot Replicator 5th Generation 3D Printer, 
3D creation software including MarketBot and PrinterBot, 123D Make and 123D Design, professional green screen with Studio Lightbox and both Apple and Windows computers, all to help create your electronic video, audio publishing and 3D design projects. For more information or to reserve the Innovation Lab for your special project, call 410-638-3990 or visit the Abington Library at 2510 South Tollgate Road. Welcome back. I'm co-host Christy Halford, Director of the Harford County Public Library Foundation, and that is Bob Mumby, and this is the Harford Edge. We're delighted to have Mike Baldwin, General Manager of Keene Dodge, in the studio with us today, and we'll be talking about the upcoming 6th Annual Romancing the Chrome Car Show, which is taking place Saturday, April 22nd, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, Michael, um, thank you for coming again. Thank you for being such a... Um a big supporter of this event. But before we get started on the event, uh, tell us about you. Tell us about Keen Dodge. Keen Dodge, we're a local Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hartford County. We've been in business for almost 40 years at this point in time. Um, we have sales service, uh, a body shop. We uh, uh, just a good, good local hometown dealer. Uh, and I, I don't know who started the business. Uh, uh, I assume Mr. Keene. Actually, the Adams family. Oh, okay. The Adams family. Da David Butch and Brian Adams are, are the three owners of the business. They're a third-generation car dealer Dealer that their family originally started their first dealership down in Essex on Eastern Avenue. Yeah. They moved into, uh, into Keene Dodge and uh, purchased the Keene Dodge in 1980. And did they plan it that whenever anyone has to go anywhere in Jarrettsville, they always say, "We'll go to Keene Dodge and make a left." I mean, that's that's the free. It's so much valuable I'm, advertising. I'm sure in 1980 they probably weren't thinking about it because it was a very, very uh, low, uh, low populated area, and I, I don't even think there was a traffic light there at the time. I think it was probably a stop sign. Um, I started with I started with Keene back in 1993, and I think we had a four way flashing red light there at that time. So wow. it's definitely changed a lot. Um, well, that's, uh, and, and let's stay on that for a minute. Uh, tell us about, because uh, I'm curious, the Dodge and Jeep lineup this year. They have a lot of neat product. You know, I, we, we kind of work well with the, uh, with the car show because they have a, a, a large high performance lineup between the, all the SRT products, uh, Challenger, Chargers, uh, the Grand Cherokee. They're coming out with the new, uh, uh, SRT8 Dodge Durango is the next one coming out. Um, Chrysler this year is coming out with two new products. They have the, the Pacifica was a big rollout this year for them, and uh, they're getting ready to come out with a new Compass. So that, that's going to be a big one. Um, they're going to be coming out soon with a new Jeep pickup truck, which I think a lot of people are waiting for. Chrysler's, uh, Chrysler's been out of that, that mid-level or mid-size uh, truck segment for some time now. They're getting ready to get back into that, and they're getting ready to come out with a large SUV also, which probably won't be until next year. Um, uh, it's a larger. It's going to be a larger Jeep product, full size uh, Jeep SUV. Well, it makes your life easier. Um, it does. It does. Uh, to have a, a great lineup uh, like that, and um, uh, give uh, Chrysler a lot of credit um, on how uh, much uh, they have their act together uh, now, uh, top and bottom. Uh, so that's great. Tell us about the uh, romancing the Chrome, uh, and who wants to do that? Uh, both of you, or Christy, or 
Sure. So King Dodge has been a headlining sponsor from the beginning, right, Mike? We have, yes. So this is our sixth annual. It takes place, um, we do this in partnership with the Jarrettsville Lions Club. It is a benefit event. Um, a lot of folks don't know that, but it is a benefit event for the Library Foundation and for the Jarrettsville Lions Club. And it's a lot of fun to put together. We've been meeting for several months now. Um, it takes place on the Lions, uh, Jarrett's Field, where the Lions have their big sign next to Ace Hardware across from uh, the, li the library, and um, it'll be all day, 10 to 4. Uh, this year we did add a few new elements, so the library always has the rolling reader and the silver reader out on the field, but we also have our mascot tails coming out to do story time, and we'll be doing face painting. Um, and then new this year as well, the uh, Aberdeen Ironbirds are sending out their mascots, Ferris and uh, Ripcord, to come around and have fun with the kids. So lots for the families to do while the, f the adults are looking at cars. The kids can get out and have some fun as well. Um, we have and I'm not going to ask you how Ferris is spelled. <laughs> F-E-R-R-O-U-S. I learned good. that one early on. <laughs> um, and so we have a beer garden, and we have food vendors and a DJ, so it's a lot of fun. Um, and, of course, you know, King Dodge has been great in, in sponsoring it all these years now. Okay, well, you took a little too long to mention beer, music, and food, but I'm glad you got it in. <laughs> um, and tell us, tell us where it is. Once we make the left at Keen Dodge. Make the left at Keen Dodge, and it'll be on your right-hand side, the big open field, um, Jarrett's Field. You won't miss us. We have a gigantic stage, and there'll be a ton of cars. Last year, there were 274 cars entered in the show. Um, they vary in, in types of car of cars, styles. Um, they're all competing for the $500 Grand Prize Best in Show Award. Um, we have Sheriff Geller will be coming out again doing the Heroes Award. Um, so we're, we're really excited about it. Um, if you've never done this to, to people listening, just when you approach the field that morning, the, I mean, these cars... And if you know of which I speak, I don't have to describe it, but for those who don't, I mean, it's a sea of colors, beautiful chrome and uh, body paint. I mean, these people have created these works of art by restoring, um, and we have a list somewhere. We're going to talk to Mike about that um, as well, of the different types, but it's unbelievable. I mean, it's just, a, it's just beautiful on the eyes, and then... Um, you know, to stroll through and talk to the people who are happy to share with you about the uh, the vehicles and oh, what they've done, um, uh, what they've done to the internal appointments and uh, the uh, the upholstery and the dashboard and the instrumentation. It's really amazing. And if you go on the website, romancingthechrome.org, you can see photos from last year. And there are a ton of photos on there of, of a lot of the cars. So you can really see what kinds of cars will be out there. It's a lot of fun for people of all ages. And even if you aren't knowledgeable about cars, it's just a lot of fun to be able to go out and walk around and see these cars. Because they really have done an amazing job with them. Some of them have some really great designs and paint jobs. Um, so it's really amazing. And it is a really big community event. We had 3,000 people come out last year. It's a free event. There is no paid admission price. It is absolutely free for people to attend. Um, 
And we have, we get help from the local fire department, the sheriff's office, they come out, they help with directing traffic, the Lions Club are out, we do a 50-50 raffle, um, and again, there is a beer garden um, with wine and beer, we sell water and sodas, and then we work with Pondview and Pit and Pinchers to do all the food, food. so it's a great day for families to come out. And uh, hours, the hours again, 10 to 10 4? 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday, April 22nd. Correct. Which is, um, what is today? April 7th. Okay, so it's two weeks, two weeks from tomorrow. Tomorrow, correct. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I just I realized I put April 3rd on the uh, the show. Oh, <laughs> um, so, te- uh, and again, how do people find out more? Um, Romancingthechrome.org. Okay. Um, and that right. has all the information on there in terms of the, the classes, how to register your car. So if you do have a car that you'd like to enter, I, I know that this is this is fun for the car owners because they love to be able to show off their cars to everyone. Um, and this really is the kickoff to the car show season. Uh, it's a great way to come out and, and see them after they've brought them out from winter's cover. And um, so if you want to register your car, you can do that through the website. Um, and if you want to be a vendor, we do have vendor opportunities. We still have a few spots left. So if you sell sell anything um, or want to promote your business, you can do that as well. Who do we call on that? You can do it right through the website, romancingthechrome.org. Okay. Okay. Um, and Keen Dodge, you're going to have some vehicles out there as well? We are. We're going to have some at the entrance, and we're going to have our own display set up as well. My first automobile was a 1974 Dodge Dart mm. that I neglected, and it, the engine eventually seized up when I went, <laughs> when I went to college and yeah. left it with the oil low and so you well, bring, we'll talk uh, about big, that. big trucks and jeeps and stuff for people big, to look at yep big trucks and jeeps <laughs> big trucks and jeeps that's what we'll have that's as simplified as possible <laughs> lots of chrome oh that's great um and um but the the headlining sponsor is naturally keen dodge chrysler jeep um who else uh, do we have to thank um, sure. Wise. Our premier sponsors are Jarrettsville Federal and Waste Industries. Uh, both are also longtime um, partners of ours. Supporting sponsors new this year is Armstrong um, and Jarrettsville Creamery is coming back as well. They will be there actually selling their ice cream. So that's hopefully it'll be a nice warm day and mm-hmm. people can get their their delicious homemade ice cream. Uh, contributing sponsors uh, American Design and Bill B. American Design and Build, B.E. Miller and Sons, Carl's Door Service, Jack's Small Engines, North Harford Liquors, which is a sponsor of our beer garden, Preston Hauling and Skylight Creative, um, and media sponsors are, of course, WAMD and the Aegis and WXCY. We have a lot of really great, as always, business the business community comes out and really supports the event and um harford county again is just so special and and all of the the generosity from our business communities it's a great day it just and by the way the weather i just checked it's going to be 71 with a uh, two mile an hour breeze perfect and sunny let's get all this rain out of the way now the ground will dry and the car guys will want to bring their cars out. Yeah, it's going to be 28 uh, <laughs> tomorrow and 80 on Tuesday. Yeah. So. <laughs> Welcome to Maryland. Right. Uh, yes, that is, um, uh, it's just uh, unbelievable. So, uh, uh, again, everybody, you have to go. 
to this thing. It's really just a great day. It feels great. It's, you know, it's easy on the eyes. You learn things, music, food, um, and all that other good stuff. Mike, you want to talk about the class of cars that come out? I mean, there's a lot of them. I can. There, there's, there's 12 different classes. I'm sitting here looking at a list of them right now, and, and we could go down the line one by one and say exactly what they are, but I, I got to say, if you've got something that's special, we're, we're going to find a class for you to be oh, in. Oh, yeah. We're going to find a class for you to compete in. Um, anything from domestic to foreign to to you know a, a, a jacked up truck or SUV, we're, we're going to find a spot for you to, to compete. Yeah, so you can pre-register your car, or you can register on site that morning um, to bring your car in if you want. If you're one of those that like to wait to the last minute to be sure the weather's good, um, but either way, pre-registration um, or registration that morning um, is is available as well. And we will absolutely. We have a great group of volunteers um, that know cars and can easily fit you into a class. Absolutely. What uh, is muscle cars? One of the categories. Muscle cars is definitely one of the categories. So, Dodge Challengers, mm -hmm. Road Runners, mm -hmm. Barracudas, mm -hmm. GTOs. All the above. Okay. All the above. You know what GTO stands for, Christy? No. Gran Turismo Obbligato. Italian. I don't know what it means, but it's Italian. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. And why 442? Do you know why they? it's a 442? I don't. Uh, the, motor. With... the motor's a 442. Okay. okay. Isn't it a 442 motor? You're asking the wrong person. We have, we have Mike Baldwin asking Christy Howard, <laughs> Halford. But you're not asking me about a Mopar product. Just keep that in mind. You're asking me about GTO. <laughs> Good point. Well, that's great. Again, Saturday, April 22nd, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Jarrett's Field up in Jarrett'sville. Um, Romancingthechrome.org. And thank you again to uh, uh, Mike Baldwin um, and uh, King Dodge. Chrysler Jeep. Business is good, by the way? Business is great. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, when you have a good product, it happens that way. Mm -hmm. um, okay, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll do some stuff. Okay. The Hartford County Public Library's Innovation Lab, located at the Abington Library, is now open to the public with hands-on training for area community members ages 6th grade and above. Through creative experiences in the Innovation Lab, you can develop new skills, resources, and products that will help to drive Harford County's economy forward. The Innovation Lab's technology includes the MarketBot Replicator 5th Generation 3D Printer, 3D creation software including MarketBot and PrinterBot, 123D Make and 123D Design, professional green screen with Studio Lightbox in both Apple and Windows computers all to help create your electronic video, audio publishing, and 3D design projects. For more information or to reserve the Innovation Lab for your special project, call 410-638-3990 or visit the Abington Library at 2510 South Tollgate Road. You're listening to 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Harford Edge. I'm Christy Halford, Director of the Harford County Public Library Foundation, and that is Bob Mumby. Hello, hello. Hello. Um, let's start with the library. Okay. Uh, as usual, I'm sure there's tons of things going on that are fun and interesting from from the, the crew at the library. What do you got for us? Okay, so this Saturday, tomorrow, April 8th, from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Haverty Grace Library, they are doing Humans vs. Zombies. How long will you survive the zombie apocalypse? You can bring your own Nerf-type blasters, so it sounds like a lot of fun. 
Um, there is a waiver online that you have to fill out, um, but they're also available on site. Sunday at the Jarrettsville Library, um, Sunday, April 9th, from 2 to 4 p.m., we are doing Charm City Sundays, the Baltimore Gourmet Dining on the B&O Railroad. And we have Fred Rasmussen coming in, and he's going to talk about the different foods that were available on the B&O Railroad, which should be really interesting. Um, and then the Abingdon Library next Tuesday from 6.30 to 7.30, they are doing egg decorating for the kids, um, and eggs and supplies will be provided, and you can bring some of your own um, decorating uh, tools as well. And at the Bel Air Library on April 12th from 6.30 to 8 p.m., uh, meet the authors Carol Dibel and Kathy Santora. They are authors of Legendary Locals of Bel Air, and they will introduce you to our town's famous and not-so-famous residents, including two Maryland governors, an Olympic ice skater, two Medal of Honor recipients, and more. And you can find out more information about events at the library. We have events all week long at all of our branches, uh, you can find out more about that at hcplonline.org, or you can pick up a copy of H&H in one of your local library branches. H&H, which is uh, every two months or every uh, every, every three, three months? Every three months, it comes out. It's our headlines and happenings. There's only about 800 things to do in each issue of that. It's really amazing. Um, and it's great, uh, great uh, crews out at the library. Uh, the teams of um, out, out in the branches just really done well. Hats off to you all. Um, we're going to do some quick news. Then we're going to do uh, what would you tell your 21-year-old self? I'm springing that on Mike now, um, so he can think about it. Um, and I'm I'm going to do a repeat of one of mine. Uh, but to quick news, um, Jesse Wallace honors at the White House yesterday. Um, from Aberdeen, New Jersey, Jersey, uh, Aberdeen, New Jersey, Aberdeen, Maryland. He's 28 now. He had only been in Afghanistan a few days when his convoy was ambushed near Kandahar. In a matter of seconds, the rounds began ripping through his truck and through the leg he would ultimately lose in the battle. Over the course of a few minutes, Jesse managed to apply a tourniquet and crack open the truck's ramp so that he and his fellow soldiers could breathe through the acrid smoke. As they called out targets to the machine gunner firing hundreds of rounds overhead, Wallace looked at his right leg. As soon as I looked down, I kind of knew it was done, said Wallace. Uh, when I got hit, I just kind of thought about what I needed to do in that immediate moment. Um, um, when I got hit, I didn't feel any pain. I was the worst injured, and I was the most grateful. Um, he then proceeded to to get him and his crew, uh, get the situation under control. And uh, they're all here, uh, live to tell about it. So he was honored at the White House yesterday. Um, um, by, by the president and uh, hats off and deepest thanks to these men and women who um, answer the call and step up and do something that is hard to imagine every day uh, when they're on duty. So thank you, Jesse, and um, your brothers and sisters. And now we're going to do a quick, what would you tell your 21 year old self it's it's one of my favorite um segments because i we learn a lot and you know if if my kids would only listen to these things uh you know they could learn a lot but um and christy i'm going to hit you with it first okay um 
so many things we know now that we, we wish we know then. Or as Bob Seeger said, I wish I didn't know now what I didn't know then. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what would you tell your 21-year-old self? Uh, to slow down and enjoy things a little bit more. I was in such a rush to get to the next thing all the time and didn't want to ever like just settle down and enjoy moments and have a little fun. And I was very serious when I was younger, believe, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, very serious and very driven and had all these ideas of things I wanted to do. And um, I wish I would have slowed down a little bit and enjoyed the moments. Okay. That's a good one. Mine is actually, it's just stop talking and Think about the person you're talking to, what they're thinking, what they'd like to get out of that transaction, interaction with you. Like if you're trying to get someone behind a desk in customer service to help you out or do something for you. There's a lot of ways we could make it easier or harder for them to do it or want to do it. Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, a lot of our natural intuition is, oh, okay, come on, how hard it going to be? Just do it. What's wrong with you? You're giving them no incentive what to, whatsoever to do it because you're telling them it's easy and you're ridiculing them. Um, and if they do have the power to do it, they would probably choose not to because you're just you're, you're giving them no upside and you're you're not really giving them a chance to root for you and try to be on your side of the table helping you out. So. Shut up is, I guess, the main thing. Shut up and think. <laughs> Mike, what about you? Gosh, there's a lot of things at 21 that, that I'd tell myself back at 21 years old, but probably um, stop taking myself so seriously. Really. I, you know, I, I spend, you know, kind of like what Christy said, I spend so much time worried about the, the things that are happening from day to day that, you know, and the big picture is, is, you know, a lot of them really don't matter. Yeah. You know, a lot of the things that you stress out about that you can't control, um, it, it doesn't make a difference in life. So, you know, just stop taking myself so seriously and try to enjoy life a little bit more. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, Mike, that dovetails to something, um, one other thing I wanted to talk about, and these things... See, I found this um, a few weeks ago, and I made a note to bring it up. Um, it's just a list of 36 things to reduce stress. So to your both your points, how, uh, how many thing, these things do you do? I, and I'm thinking, I don't do, there's many things I don't do um, that reduce stress. One is say no to projects that won't fit into your time schedule or that will compromise your mental health. How many, I, I, I often say, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do that. I'll do this. Um, uh, go to bed on time. Do you go to bed on time? No. Yeah. Okay. Um, pray. We don't have to answer that, but it ties whether... into meditation too. Yes. And I. <laughs> this is so bad. I was trying to. I was so stressed a few weeks ago, and like, there's so much going on. You know what? I need to start trying to find time to meditate. So I downloaded an app, but I still haven't used it. <laughs> so I had intentions, but I still haven't built in time for meditation. Yeah, it's, you know, um, less is more. Although one is often not enough, two are often too many. Allow extra time to do things. Pace yourself. Spread out big changes and difficult projects over time. Don't lump all the hard things together. I'm always guilty of that. Um, do you really 
delegate tasks to capable others when you can or do you often just grab it and do it yourself because it'll be quicker to get done so you don't because you don't have to explain it to anyone right um uh, here's my favorite kms keep your mouth shut <laughs> <laughs> this is another one have backups an extra car key in your wallet an extra house key buried in the garden etc i always say i'm going to do that but i don't you really can't put car keys in your wallet anymore a little too thick for that you should okay. be able to though you know i mean i guess if you have an older car you can still but then... i guess you can do a valet though you probably do it you can do a valet key the yeah, valet keys don't have the they're just for opening the door right. you should lock your keys I guess in the so. car yeah so i guess the, the valet can and there's um these little magnet things for inside mm -hmm. the wheel well yeah. um that'll hold the key um well, when, you, when you do your next session on auto theft, they're probably going to tell you not to put one of those on your car, though. <laughs> <laughs> or at least not to say which wheel. Oh, which reminds me of a, a story at the very end. <laughs> it's car-related. Um, but I'm in that position now. And uh, I, I would like to ask you, Mike. I, I have um, a car. I lost one of the keys. So, and I, I don't know where the valet key is. So I just have one key left. What is the dealer? Do I go to the dealer? And what, what people are telling me it's like, what's the a normal number to get it replaced? Uh, to get an additional key? You know, it's hard to say. It all depends on what year the car is. Okay. Does it have a? Is it a key fob? Is it? It's a fob. It's, it's a, a fob. It's an 09. So you're probably going to be somewhere between like 120 and 150 dollars to buy a new key for that car. Okay. Because you have to buy the, the the key itself, and then you have to have somebody program it after that. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I no choice. Got to do it. Um, um. Do you write your thoughts and inspirations down when you have them? No, I not always. I do write my thoughts down a lot. Sometimes. I, I'm constantly but... writing things down. I have a lot of lists everywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, we're, um, do you get enough exercise? No. I don't. I do. You do? Okay. Um, do you laugh every day? Yes. Okay. Um, sit on your ego is the other one I like about this. Um, remind yourself that you are not the general manager of the universe. <laughs> And no one thinks about you as much as you do. <laughs> That's often when we get um, a little self-absorbed. Um, I'm going to tell my story, um, but first we want to just do a little uh, potpourri. Um, this is from um, Stephen Wright, um, who was a great comedian, very offbeat, um, some of his thoughts. Um, he wrote, I love when people name the food in the refrigerator at work. For instance, today I ate a, a yogurt named Debbie. <laughs> and then he said, follow your dream, unless it's the one where you're at work in your underwear during a fire drill. <laughs> and things you don't want to hear when you're in surgery. Um, um, wait a minute. If this is his spleen, then what's that? <laughs> Could you stop that thing from thumping? It's throwing my concentration off. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Now, can you make his leg twitch? <laughs> and what do you mean he wasn't in for a sex change? <clears throat> oh, oh, bad dog. Come back with that. 
Um, okay, now I'm going to tell you my story, and this is a, a life lesson as well. This supposedly happened. Um, Duke, at Duke University, I don't know if it's true, but two freshmen, uh, they were roommates. They had an English comp um, final, and they knew it was going to be easy. So they went out the night before. They rolled in about 4 o'clock, and um, the test was at 9, and they overslept. They woke up. It was like... 10:30, and um, the test was going to end at 11, and then they were off campus, so they had to drive. So they got there like 5 to 11. Everybody's finishing up. The professors there, um, and they come running in. They said, "Professor, we're so you know we're so sorry. We had a flat tire on the way in this morning. It took us a while. Uh, can we t take a retest?" He goes, "Well, sure. If you had a flat tire, you know." So he said, "Be in my office tomorrow at 10." So. They show up the next morning at 10. He puts them each in a different room, gives them a blue book in the exam. Do they still call it blue books? Yeah. Have you heard of blue book? Mm -mm. It's the booklet that you write your essay answers okay. in. What is, it called? what is it called now? I have no idea. Oh. Well, I'll have to ask my son. He gives them the, t the test, puts them in separate rooms. They each sit down. They open the test. Uh, first question, define iambic pentameter, 10%. Credit for, oh, this is great. They write down the definition. Blah blah blah. They turn the page. Second question is which tire? Ninety percent. So prepare your story beyond the first level. <laughs> oh, it looks like that's it for time. Okay. I didn't even get to talk about um, the other things that annoy me. We'll save it for next week. Okay. Okay. That's all the time we have for the Hartford Edge. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.